From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Republican J.D. Vance topped Democrat Tim Ryan in the U.S. Senate race 53 to 47 percent. ONN's Tino Ramos has the story. Last night, both candidates took to the podium to thank their voters. To all of my friends who are going to be at the state capitol, we need better leadership in Washington, D.C., and that's exactly what I promised. I'm very, very grateful. What I said during this campaign, I meant every word of it. This is why I love my team so much. They let me be me. As for Ryan, well, his future, it's unknown at this point here, but he did say last night as he leaves Congress and fulfills his term, he says after that, he'll officially be unemployed. I'm Tino Ramos. As soon as polls closed last night, every major news outlet started calling the governor's race for Republican Mike DeWine. ONN's Kevin Landers has more. After his victory speech, I spoke to him about his main issues, the main agenda issues that he has going forward in the next four years. He says he wants to address what he calls excessive wait times for those seeking behavioral health and addiction treatment. During our one-on-one interview, I also asked him about abortion. Does he see a path to exceptions that don't exist now? Here's what he had to say. What I'm saying is my goal is to save as many lives as I can. To save as many lives as we can, we need to have something that is sustainable and does not get overturned in a referendum. I'm Kevin Landers. Republican Frank LaRose easily won re-election as Ohio Secretary of State 60 to 40 percent over Chelsea Clark while Republican State Treasurer Robert Sprague won re-election by nearly the same margin over Scott Scherzer. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more statewide race results, including the auditor's contest. Keith Faber, the incumbent, won that position over Taylor Saffington. Faber won this race with 59% of the vote. He's been the state auditor since 2019. Incumbents did fare well in other races as well. Dave Yost will remain Ohio's attorney general. He beat Jeff Crossman by 20%. I'm Tracy Townsend. Republicans have maintained their veto-proof majority in both chambers of the Ohio legislature for the next session. ONN's Dave James reports. All 99 House seats and 17 of the 33 Senate seats were up for election. The GOP needs 60 seats in the House and 20 in the Senate to override a governor's veto of a bill, assuming they vote along party lines. Republicans cleared those thresholds as vote tallying continued in some races. In the current session, Republicans have 64 House seats and 25 Senate seats. The next session is expected to include debate about a state budget and possible additional restrictions on abortions in the state. Dave James, I'm winning news. Ohio's Supreme Court will continue to lean Republican. ONN's Bennett Haberly explains why that could set the course for Ohio's political future. The Republicans will maintain control of the Ohio Supreme Court and have a say on key issues, including redistricting and any potential legal challenges to Ohio's abortion laws. This year's race saw a flood of TV ads and millions of dollars behind it. An analysis by Bloomberg and Ad Impact showed that there was $10 million in ad spending alone on the Ohio Supreme Court race. Appeals Court Judge Terry Jamison conceded her race to Associate Justice Pat Fisher. Associate Justice Pat DeWine also won his respective race over Judge Marilyn Zayas. And because of Justice Sharon Kennedy's win and ascension into this Chief Justice role, Governor DeWine will now have the ability to appoint someone to that vacant seat. I'm Bennett Haverly. 
76-year-old Democratic Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur of Toledo won her race yesterday against Republican challenger J.R. Majewski of Port Clinton, 57 to 43 percent. I feel very grateful. I feel grateful to the people of the region, regardless of party. Uh, they listened to our message, they listened to the work that we've done and our accomplishments, and they made a decision. I like to say the big middle came together. Captor is the longest-serving woman in the history of the U.S. House. She'll mark 40 years in January. Both of the state issues on the midterm election ballot passed. ONN's Kiana Deitches in Columbus explains what that means in the case of Issue 1. Effective immediately, the constitutional amendment requires courts to consider public safety, including factors like the seriousness of the offense and the person's criminal record when setting bail. Now, opponents say it'll unfairly impact poor people and people of color, while those who support the issue say it'll keep dangerous people off the street. I'm Kiana Issue 2 was also approved with a large amount of votes. It means only U.S. citizens who are at least 18 years old and have been a legal resident and registered voter for at least 30 days can vote in Ohio's elections. An 18-year-old is now charged in the shooting that killed a Youngstown State University student outside of a Northeast Columbus gas station. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has the story. Kimariana Ross is accused of killing Kevin Subnowski back in October at the Sheets gas station on North Cassidy Road. We're told Subnowski was driving around the area with friends when multiple people started firing shots. Right now, detectives are working to track down Ross. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Jurors in the murder trial of George Wagner IV were kept out of the courtroom for an extra hour this morning. ONN's Tracy Townsend in Columbus explains. We're told the delay is because attorneys and judges are working to decide which wiretape recordings are going to be played today. The recordings are conversations between George Wagner and his brother Jake after members of the Roden family were killed. George is charged with murder for his role in the killings that happened back in 2016 in Pike County. I'm Tracy Townsend. Georgia is the new number one in the college football playoff rankings, but the Buckeyes are still in good shape at number two. Michigan is third and TCU is fourth. Tennessee fell to fifth. And Friday is Veterans Day. One vet from Toledo wants to bring awareness to mental health issues for those who have served. ONN's Melissa Andrews has the story. It's called the Ruck March. Kelly Haskin is a retired Toledo Army Sergeant First Class, and he says it's a 50-mile walk with a military backpack. The walk was created to bring awareness to veteran suicides in our country and the resources there are available to help a vet in need. Along with raising awareness with the march, Haskin is also helping raise money. It should support with programs primarily with counseling, with outreach. Haskin also worked as a veteran nurse and says in his experience, the best thing you can give a veteran is a listening ear. I'm Melissa Andrews. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett. On the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.